Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to the Marissa Says Podcast, where we work to normalize learning while fostering healthy and sometimes difficult discussions. This week's episode starts right now. All right, so welcome back. And this week's positive affirmation is the following. I am worthy of love and time. I feel like we all say that we are worthy of love, but then we never actually give ourselves the time or the chance to let it happen. So yes, we are worthy of love, but we are also worthy of time. So I'll say it again. I am worthy of love and time. I think that it's because we are in such a high paced setting all the time, whether it be at work, online, or maybe just in our everyday lives. And when it comes to love, we expect it to be instant as well. When it comes to self-love, we expect like, okay, I did this tomorrow. I should wake up and feel that much better. So I think reminding ourselves to be patient with one of us is also good. Now, I like to do wordplay occasionally, so I said patient. We're going to talk to someone who has patience. (laughs) Tune in to our conversation with Yvonne, and that starts right now. So we're going to start with what's on repeat this week. Mm. But obviously, before we jump into that, let the people know who you are, sis. Uh, My name is Yvonne. Why, hello, hello. Um, I'm a dental hygienist. I've been doing this for... I'm going on my fourth year now. Even though I graduated in t- 2017, like I've been working there for this is my fourth winter with them. So I'm gonna say oh, wow. four year. What, what? Do you like what it? I do? Yeah, it's like I I find it hard to say. I love teeth, okay. and I love everything that comes with teeth. Um, but dental hygiene itself, like it's it's not. It's not what I'd like to do forever, basically. I love what I'm, I love my now of it, mm-hmm. but forever, I don't know. Okay, so you're not gonna be like, I'd like to 50 branch out and still mm-hmm. doing this. Oh, so no. no. Oh, okay, okay. What we're not doing is judging over here, Sorry. but thank you. <laughs> no, we are. We're totally judging um, a little bit. Uh, what we are doing this week or this month, I should say, is I wanted to do like spring cleaning because although we are recording this in February, it will be dropped in March and March is when spring starts. So I figured since I like to talk a lot of shit, I would start with my mouth and then I was like, look at the alignment here. My girl Yvonne is a black goddess who is also a dental hygienist in Ottawa so I just figured it was meant to be and then you agreed to let me exploit you and your time <laughs> and now we're on zoom yay oh, hey. <laughs> but no I'm super super excited but let's jump into everything and I mean well actually we're gonna do what's on repeat this week but I haven't been listening to music just like last time. Cause as you can see, I'm exploiting all my friends, right? Cause I'm busy. So I'm trying to make y'all come on and have these conversations. And people are like, Tara, you're great. I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God. I'm so fantastic. <laughs> I just pick really good friends, you know, but did you watch behind her eyes on Netflix? It's on my list. I'm watching it this weekend. And honestly, I'm tired of people talking about it. Cause I need to watch this. Okay. No, I'm stressed out. I haven't started. I'm stressed. 
And you need to text me the second you are finished the series. I I, I got you. That's all I I can't because like (laughs) I just need more people in my circle to have actually watched it because I need to debrief with someone. (laughs) Like I need. I want to sit down and just bang out six episodes straight. But you, it's because the thing is, it's because you will. Because the first, yeah. the first one, you're like, okay. Then the second one, you're like, all right. Third one, you're like, slow burn. And then you're like, explosion. I can survive off of three hours sleep tomorrow, right? It's like if I go to bed at 4 a.m. and I got to be up at five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now I'm doing that this weekend. No, uh, definitely. Yeah. Check it out. Because I've been watching like Netflix and random movies because I've just been working and reading a lot. So I actually can't even list i don't actually like listening to music with words when i'm studying so because i'll i'll start like singing along so that's why yeah i do like chilled cow like lo-fi beats and stuff Mm -hmm. but um yeah unless it's like right before an exam in my university days i would listen to hype yourself up yeah like uh angry rap music or something (laughs) but what are you listening to i see you have some pieces here that you have been having on repeat <laughs> honestly i watched the um the documentary the sam cook documentary and it had me like in all my feelings so i started listening to a change is come a change is gonna come i don't want to say listening to it i was re-listening to it. i've been listening to it like on repeat every day now um but i also listened to the miseducation of lauren hill's album i'm not an album listener Honestly, because I don't have the patience for it. Like, I get bored very easily. Like, I need shit to pick up. Like, if you're going to, if I'm going to listen to the same person over and over again, like, I get really bored. Um, mm-hmm. But this one, like, I was like, you know, let me sit down, give it its go. Everybody talks about it, but I never really Sat went into it. it. Mm-hmm. But it's motherfucking fantastic. Sorry, I'm sorry. Fantastic. Sorry. I literally have the. Pr- explicit parental advisory thing on my cover art of this uh no i'm a uh, professional i try not to okay i mean you know what your your mouth your rules and it's on brand for today but like hey (laughs) that's if you want but isn't that her only studio album that's what i heard isn't that wild she made her bank and she did goals honestly i don't know if that's the reason but i really feel like it i feel like she just wasn't getting her way and i think that's why she kind of like just you know she did what she had to do she did it right she did it her way mm-hmm. her album came out exactly how she wanted it to and then she was like you know what i don't think it can get any better than this <laughs> so she just she said adios quit while i'm ahead smart oh smart but other than that i guess we're gonna recap with t aka me i always feel awkward saying the i love like, it the segment pieces when i have a guest because i i get really like weird when i'm by myself and then i'm like wow they're gonna see this but whatever that's okay um yeah so like i said my life has been a mess uh hence the spring cleaning uh what else i have stuck true to my second thing of 21 days i have been charging my phone away from my bed and i also have like not been like I'll get up now and like start my day. And then like, after I had like my shower, my coffee and all that, then I'll check my phone, which is actually kind of nice as opposed to like, I have my phone, I'm scrolling already while I'm brushing my teeth in the morning. That's just probably unhealthy. But now my next thing is water. I'm trying to drink more water. 
So officially, I've been trying to drink two liters a day, but on March 1st, I want to go up to three. And that's going to be my But yo, like fam, I stay peeing though. I know. Like it's great. Are you sure? Because it's like, yo, I'm like, if I'm really working from home and staying home, what's the Penn's underwear saying? Because <laughs> like there's times where I'm just like, bro, I swear I peed 20 minutes ago. I peed 20 minutes ago, and why do I have to pee again? You'll get used to it. Okay. I don't like this. this I will- know. All I'm gonna tell you is don't drink water. Like I want to say three hours before you go to bed. Why? Because you will pee throughout the night, and that's when you're gonna hate it. Oh. <laughs> so don't do it. I don't do it. I'm usually pretty good, though, at, like, not waking up unless I'm woken up. I don't know. Mine has gotten to a point that I look like I'm six months pregnant when oh. I drink too much water. When I wake up and it hurts because I've drank so much water. <laughs> and I'm, like, waddling to the bathroom at four in the morning. Oh, my God. No, I need to get on your level because your skin is goals. So I have. Been- I know you're lying right now. And we're going to talk. I've never lied off. in my life. So what we're okay? <laughs> I have never in my life told a fib. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> right. That's what I, I believe you. I am an honest gal. Okay. Um, but it's fine because I'm just gonna tag your Instagram in the description box, and people can maybe creep you if you're public, and then see that your skin, your skin is literally goals. So. Yo, I just want to have a clear forehead as well. Because <laughs> although I have the room to fry an egg on my forehead, it doesn't look appealing enough to actually test it out. So I need this to clear up. I don't know what this patch is. I oh. think it's my mask slash, like, I always push my hair on this side. So I feel like that's what that is. When I tell you what my skin's been going through, I, I literally break all here. Look at that. This is massive ass one right here. This is just now starting to heal. Like, I don't, I just, and it's the worst is like this, like, for example, this morning I was like, oh, this is clearing up. But then I started getting some like around my like smile line and I'm like, okay, so we're just, we're just gravitating is what Mm -hmm. we're, okay. Like here's chill. This is disrespectful, but, but, um, (laughs) it's funny because I'm like chocolate doesn't help, (laughs) but I have chocolate because it's time for what we eating okay so what is you you ain't even eating nothing because you're an alcoholic and you are drinking alcohol Alcohol. how am i an alcoholic (laughs) (laughs) nobody's gonna know (laughs) you You know what the worst part is i put like this much crown and then i put the rest in ginger ale I was like, in order of friendship, I had to do it Tara's way. I'm so touched and proud. And I work at eight in the morning and I'm still going to go to the gym. So let's do this. You, But honestly, going to the, I, I think like going to the gym with alcohol in your system sometimes works out in your favor. And here's why, because I feel like you're so sick. Like for me, when I would go to the, I used to love going to the gym hungover because I would feel trash. Like I would literally feel like trash. And then I would go and I'm mad and I just like power through my workout. 
And then I feel refreshed. Remember last year or year before, oh my God, it's almost two years ago now. Year before when we partied, we partied in Montreal one night and then the next night we were going to party in Ottawa and you were all like, I'm pretty sure you were all still like at the hotel and I was like leaving the gym. (laughs) (laughs) I don't usually get hungover. Oh, I don't really want to jinx myself. Like, honestly, don't, I've only been hungover once in my life and I basically slept through my hangover because then when I actually woke up, like it was already gone. The wow. next day, all I want is like citrus. I just want like something with oranges in it. And that's the extent of my hangover. I'm typically a broth gal. I'm typ- I want some type of like soup. Soup? <laughs> like I want like a warm hug of a meal. No. But um, but yeah. So what are you drinking? You what is that? Crown just apple crown royal and ginger ale, or apple crown yes. royal and apple juice? Because apple no. double apple is no. But that's it's so dangerous. It's, it sounds like a it sounds like sweetness, like just too much sweetness, like sickly sweetness. Well, if you get like the like you know the one that comes in the jug, like the traditional one, like the tart mm-hmm. one, it literally the brownish one. <laughs> yeah, it literally tastes like apple juice. <laughs> You're just dead. I don't know, man. It sounds like a lot. I need the ginger ale to kind of like make the Crown Royal less sweet. Fair. Because Crown Royal is really sweet. Have you ever had the maple one? Hell no. I hate maple anything. I'm sorry. Damn. (laughs) Shit, I hit a nerve. I do apologize. Maple is a sore spot for me. I I just cannot. I mean, I appreciate maple, but I won't like... I'm not fiending for it, but the maple crown royal is actually vile. It's I've had the maple. I had the peach one. Ooh, that sounds good. I think there's vanilla. It was okay. There is a vanilla one. I've had the vanilla one. It's mm-hmm. okay. For me, the apple one's still, uh, I can drink the whole bottle by myself. No, the apple one's still, it's whoever it's, decided that, genius. But nothing for me, like every time I drink crown royal, like I wake up separated from my friends or like... <laughs> I was supposed to sleep over at my friend's house, but I wake up in my bed and it's just like. For me, brown liquor loves me. We love mm. each other. We are great together. It just makes my whole body feel warm and like I just love everything. <laughs> White liquor is the devil. Get that shit away from me. Don't even let me smell it, especially vodka. That's It smells like you should be cleaning people's wounds with that. I don't oh understand <laughs> what that's for. The only, only time... Only two times that I've blacked out drunk. White liquor. Blacked out till this date. I can't remember what happened on when I was 22. I can't yeah. remember. I woke up with $60 missing. My watch was missing. Woke up in this girl's house that I never I never met her. I don't remember meeting her. I remember being at a <laughs> club. <laughs> I remember being at a club and I fell asleep at the club. They let me sleep on the couch. All my friends were all partying around me. I was wearing a dress and I'm pretty sure everybody saw my cooch at some point because it was already a short dress. Girl. Wow. The worst time for me, I don't think I've, I've never blacked out. No, I blacked, blacked out once. Out. I, that's a lie. I think I blacked out once, but it was like, I got like fucking wine drunk, which was, which Ugh. is the worst idea. But the only time I got really like messed up <laughs> was it, I had tequila way too much tequila and oh. other things in Cancun when I was 18. Oh. 
And it's so funny because every now and again, me and my girl like reminisce over the story. We were at the pool bar and I was sitting, like I was sitting at the pool bar. And for those of you who don't know what a pool bar is, literally think a bar in a pool and the bar stools are like underwater. So you're just Mm -hmm. like sitting in water. So I was sitting and obviously everyone's like friends at the bar and we were like a group of 10 people or 10 friends for the day, whatever. So I was ordering everyone's shots, but I would just like, like if someone's like, get me a margarita, I would like get one as well. So I'm drinking with everybody. And then I remember at one point I was like, I don't feel well. So I'm going to take a nap. So I put my head down on the pool bar and I was like, I'm going to try and take a nap. And then there was a guy, a guy who was at the time, I didn't fucking know, but apparently he was trying to like get me to go to the bathroom to feel better. But my friends were like, no, she's fine. Like she'll stay right here. Thanks friend. Thanks. And they, let him say and then I remember I just turned around I looked at my girl and I don't know what I looked like but she knew I was a play because I was like we have to go to the room and she was like what I was like we have like we we have to go to the room and she was just like okay come on let's go and she was like heading to go and I was like I'm gonna throw up and she's like get out of the fucking pool and I was like no I'm gonna throw and I threw up in the pool in Cancun but the thing is this is disgusting but at first no one could really tell because like first of all there's a lot of people in the pool and like no one's paying attention to like where I was I panic so I go like this in the water trying to like move it like spread it around and then my friend's like bitch like get the fuck out of the pool so then I get out of the pool I throw up in the plant pot next to the pool and then I went back to the room and I passed out and I couldn't go to dinner because I was too sick. But I remember vividly, I was like, you have to, because there was a phone party that night. And I was like, you have to wake me up for the phone party because like I paid money to be in Cancun. I didn't pay money to sleep in my bed. And she brought me bread from dinner and she just threw dinner rolls at me later. And she's like, wake up, we're going to the phone party. And I ate some bread and kept it moving. And I, it took me like four years to ever drink tequila again because I was scarred. My actual worst one was Vegas. Oh my God. I went to Vegas with Jojo for her 21st birthday. And I missed out on a whole day because I got blackout drunk. Because why? Fucking vodka. Vodka is pretty terrible. It was Belvedere, which is... Yeah. I remember we went to a day party. The day party was whack. So we kind of actually left and then we came back because we were like, you know what? Let's kind of still force through. And then we met these guys and they were just chill, chill guys. And they were giving us drinks, but they were letting us make our own drinks. So it wasn't like we're just creepily taking drinks from Mm -hmm. random guys. Like they literally gave us the bottle. They're like, pour it. We're like, you know what? We didn't eat anything all day. This is a great idea. Let's drink now. (laughs) (laughs) So we're there drinking and drinking and drinking. I'm basically not even making a mixture at this point because me and Jojo, we had a slogan that whole weekend. We're like, mama then raise no bitch. (laughs) So every time anybody would say that, we're like, mama ain't raise no bitch. Now we got to take it. And we drank and we drank and we drank. And then we made plans to have dinner with them later on. And one of those guys was trying to propose to me or whatever. He's like, no, like, you're my wife from now on. Like, we're mm-hmm. gonna, like this is it. Like, I'm going to marry you, blah, 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 blah. And then we're making our way up the, the elevator. And that's the last part I remember. <gasps> so, 
<laughs> the last part I remember was us getting onto the elevator. And then when we got up, everything else uh, was me waking up in the morning thinking that the girls were getting dressed to go out. To so me, I'm like, oh, perfect. Like I woke up just in time for us to actually go clubbing. I, I, I did good. Um, just for me to find out that it was actually three in the morning and the girls were coming back from the club and I had missed the entire night where they met like the magic mic guys and they had like their whole dinner and one of the girls like hopped away. Like I missed out on an entire night and then I'm seeing videos and pictures from Jojo. She's like, she's like, girl, like you were the worst. She's like, you fell asleep in the shower. You, you, you took off your clothes, but you were like laying down in the shower. And then we try to put you in the bed, but like you wouldn't get up and like would slap clothes on you. You would take it right off. And then, <laughs> Oh my God. Cause I woke up naked. I was like, why the fuck am I naked? It was like we were trying to clothe you. You heathen. we were trying to, they were trying to clothe me. These people. Good friend. But um, that was a fun conversation. And look at that, <laughs> all based on Crown Royal. No, but for context, those of you, I'm drinking some coffee because I'm fucking tired, and I'm also eating these whippets. They're whippet chocolate coconut sticks. And do you, have you ever seen like the, the whippets with the yes. marshmallow? Yeah. Well, these are new and they look like the bounty chocolate. They do. And I mean, they don't really, they don't they taste like, like the bounty chocolate. They look chocolate. like dark chocolate. Is it good? I think it's like their version of dark chocolate. It's not actual dark chocolate, but I mean, it's I. <laughs> I really you don't, don't make me want to eat it. Well, I ain't buying it again if that tells you anything, but okay um yeah just get fucking bounty bro yeah all right so we've been blabbing for a while now and now it's time for the topic of the day which is essentially our mouthpieces (laughs) why you gotta say it like that bro (laughs) because i feel like Okay, because the thing is, you and I have been clubbing together, you know, and we have been approached by men. And there have been times when the temperature of their breath was higher than the temperature of the nightclub at 1.30 in the morning on a Saturday. And so for me, I just thought that maybe there was this, you know... Maybe more of us could understand how to care for. And candidly, I've also had friends that sometimes I was like, so you you actively make the decision to omit this part of your hygiene routine for why? So I just, I'm for the people, right? So I just thought I would bring a professional on, you being the professional. So there we go. That's beautiful. That was just so beautiful. I loved every second of that. Um, No, teeth are important, guys. Like, I don't know how else to say this. Like, I actually don't know how else to say this. Your teeth are important. They are with you till the end of your days and even beyond. They literally don't. You can find teeth from dead people and be able to trace back where they're from. You can keep your teeth forever if you can just brush them and floss them. Like, I don't know why it's such a... Mm-hmm. But how'd you get into it? Like, what made you want to go into dental hygiene or like, it was or were awful. you just always obsessed with teeth from a youngin? 
It was an accident. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was a happy accident because I'd taken a year off from school, from university, because I was kind of lost in that period. And I was like, you know what? Let me take a break so I can actually center myself. Um, and then I was supposed to go into dental assisting. So I'd applied to Algonquin. I was like, okay, let me do dental assisting because it's a one-year program. And you come out with like a profession technically, even mm-hmm. though now being a dental hygienist, I'm so sorry to all my assistants out there. I would never be a fucking assistant. I would hate my life every single day. Wait, so there's a difference between a hygienist and an assistant? Yes. So you have a dentist, you have a dental hygienist, and then you have a dental assistant. Dental assistant is literally just the assistant to the dentist. Like she cannot or he cannot work on their own. Like they need, they have, the dentist tells them what to do. The The dentist, they basically go according to the dentist's schedule. So whatever procedures he's doing of the day like they're the ones that set up the rooms they basically hand him their instruments so they clean up the dentist's room like the dentist literally will come in with the patient already set up like their whole system already set up and then their second they're done they literally just drop their tools and they walk away but the assistant is the one that's explaining like oh like your post-op instructions like they're going to be the ones to walk the patient out to the front and let them know like what the next procedure or what their next appointment is going to be. They're the ones that clean up the rooms and sets it up for the next patient while the dentist like is in the rooms focusing on what's coming up. So okay. no, I would hate to be a dental assistant. Like, okay. Hey. And then the hygienist, <clears throat> a hygienist. Y'all are the gum assaulters. Understood. Understood. We are. Yes. Understood. <laughs> for the good of the gum, gum violators. Technically, like it shouldn't hurt to that extent. No, it doesn't. But it's just like, I like it when I can tell that, like, I appreciate, because I guess another thing that I will put out there for today is I I know that like some people have like a fear of the dentist. I never had, that's, I've never had a fear of medical professionals. And I think that that one, I was blessed to typically have both my parents at all my appointments. And also I never really have encountered a medical professional that has necessarily made me feel uncomfortable. Well, actually, my first dentist, when they retired, the dentist that took over, we all saw them once and we were like, no, we ain't seeing you again. And um, I've never really had like a fear of the dentist. So when the, like, I really like it when the hygienists are like, I'm so sorry, but like, I just need to get, I'm like, you, you go with, you That's violate. basically me. Violate. 24 seven. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm so sorry right now, but I just got to get this guy out. I don't care. I literally like to let my patients know ahead of time that it's going to hurt, especially when I can, if I can see something on the x-rays and I'm like, I'm going to tell you bottom left number second, like the third tooth, you're going to feel that area. Once I'm in there, you're going to feel it. Or whenever like I'm in there, I'm like, you know what, just to let you know in advance. So they're not surprised. Like, I feel like the surprise is what makes it worse for most people. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, I would hate to be an assistant. Um, but the hygienist, she can work on her own or he can work on their own. Like they actually don't need a dentist to be there. There's usually like a standing order that we work, to, we work with. So the dentist will, will basically have to make you sign a form saying that when they're not around, like you're allowed to clean teeth. Okay. Or they're going to be like, oh, when I'm not around, like you can take an x-ray if, if um, the patient is in pain or like, because you can't take x-rays without a prescription of a dentist. So okay. technically, like, you can't take x-rays unless the dentist is in the office. 
Mm. Um, but in certain cases, like say a new patient exam or like an emergency case, if a patient comes in and they're actually in pain, if I'm the only one around, like I can take an x-ray and then I'll be like, oh, well, the dentist is okay with it because we have a standing order that he says that oh. if the patient's in pain, I can take an x-ray. That's so cool. Yeah. Interesting. It was a happy accident that I got into it. Yeah. But I mean, Hey, and then now look at you, you're like your tooth Tuesdays. I have learned, I've learned quite, quite a bit, but I see here your first topic that you wanted to, I guess, or first point you wanted to address is like fitness and hygiene. So, Oh I yeah. Yeah. Like I, into- <clears throat> well, <laughs> I actually started going to the gym because of hygiene. Um, I feel like when they're in school, like they don't teach you um, how much it affects you all around. Like they talk about ergonomic, like they're literally like, oh, like your positions is like the number one key. Like you need to focus on how you sit in the, in the chair because every area in the mouth, you have to be sitting a specific way for you to be able to see it and for you to be like ergonomically correct. Yeah. Even your lighting position, like depending on which area in the mouth you're looking at, you have to have it in a position to let you see. Um, but it's not the same thing when you're in the real world, because in school you have a three hour appointment per, per patient. So you have a whole three hours to get your shit correct. Like you have all the, you have the teachers coming in to check up after you, you have like, if you didn't do something right, like you get to redo it, you know, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Um, but then when you go into the real world, they're giving you one hour to do everything that you had like three different appointments of three hours to do. Wow. And you have to have that all set up in that one appointment. And then you have to clean your room yourself because you don't have an assistant as a hygienist. You're your own assistant. So you have to clean up your room. You got to write your notes. You got to set up for your next patient and be ready for your next patient on time. So you have all that in there and then you're still trying to do the best job that you can. Jeez. <laughs> without actually being checked on do you know what i mean like yeah the dentist dentist doesn't come in to check to make sure that you got everything out you're just there hoping that you did your best job so the stress on your body is crazy like my wrist my shoulder my neck my hip like (laughs) my core like everything was so sore like that first month that i started working like i was gonna quit like i hated it Oh, wow. I hated every second of it. I hated everything about hygiene. I was like, what the hell did I just spend three years on, 36K down the drain? I'm just like, what was I doing my life? I was livid. I would literally come home exhausted, drained, and just like questioning everything about my life. Wow. And then now the gym is... Well, I guess there's other benefits as well, but now. Yeah. The gym is literally what got me a little bit more centered. Like it took me a while. Like the reason why I started going was more to like avoid the traffic. <laughs> like, so I'd go super early in the morning. I'd avoid traffic and I'd be right next to work. So I can just go hop straight to work and be there on time. But it helped me like realize what's affecting my posture the most. Like I can sit up straighter um, or I can, or I know which part of my body is hurting. Mm-hmm. And I can basically like focus on it more. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Um, just getting more in tune with your body because you're using it in a very different way. Because I never understand those mini stools you are on. Like you and um, people who do pedicures, I'll never get it. I'll never, 
I don't do mini stool. Like I'm five eleven. What I'm not sitting on that. It's not a mini stool. It though. looks like, mini. Y'all look I, low. No, we have different heights to it. You can y'all adjust it. Look <laughs> low. <laughs> but like it's a it's the fact that you're on like this little stool and you're just rolling around. I think that's the like my thing is where's the control. <laughs> <laughs> my thing is pa- i feel like patients just have to suck it up for that one hour that they're in the chair if we ask you to turn to the right yeah that's please fair. turn to the right it's one hour of your day while this is literally like nine hours of my day every day wow of do you people have any, be- like, patients who don't <laughs> yes i have some patients that like they won't even lay all the way back because they're like oh it makes my head dizzy and all that stuff and i'm like fair i can understand like if you have medical issues and whatnot like and it's more difficult for you okay not a problem but if you're telling me that um this lady she was pregnant and she's like oh no but like i heard that for pregnant ladies like you're not supposed to lay all the all the way back I'm like, you're six months pregnant. You're very healthy. It's like your second child. Like, it's not, this is not new. Mm-hmm. You're okay to lay back down. Like, and if it becomes uncomfortable, we have pillows or I can actually help you. We can change your position to make it more comfortable. But she literally would not even have me go more than like, I want to say like a, like from a 90 degree angle to like a 75, like 75 was her max. Oh, wow. But I had to do her cleaning standing up. I mean, do you oh. know how uncomfortable that is for me? <laughs> for me like this is uncomfortable yeah oh wow but she was like no she's like no well well health is important mm-hmm. but clearly so are snacks no. she said no she said she said no ma'am <laughs> but that's like i mean for me i've always like the only thing i notice is sometimes i close my mouth I think I forget okay. to like That's keep okay. it open <laughs> and then I just feel bad because they're like, can you open again? And then when I realize, but it's always like when they say that, I realize that my mouth mm-hmm. is damn near closed. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, how the fuck were you doing anything for the, like, what? Like, I know you're the professional, but girl, next time, tell me. To- <laughs> I, I just put my mirror around and I'm like, <laughs> like, cause I, cause I can't even do anything. So I just like, I just like move my mirror around. So they kind of realize it's awkward. They're like, oh, okay. Because at some point you get tired of saying like, can you just open? Mm. Damn. But um, how many cavities have you seen in your life? Do you think if you would have to guess? Um, on my own teeth? Because girl. I have, I have one that I know of. I have one. A back top right. I think all my teeth. I've had a root canal. Like I've had, you I have like maybe canal. five cavities waiting for me right now. Um, Yvonne, what the fuck? <laughs> How? <laughs> and we're supposed to trust you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there was a time in my life where I was not good at taking care of, like literally right before I got into hygiene. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I was doing some weird shit. I'm not going to go into it. But <laughs> let's just say I was sleeping with things in my mouth that I shouldn't be. Don't snack and sleep, basically. That's all I can tell you. Oh, okay. um, Don't. Yeah, don't do it. Mm, because okay. I would basically, I basically had a massive cavity and didn't even know because I didn't really know what cavities were. You know, my parents weren't taking me to the dentist and whatnot. Um, and I didn't sleep for three nights straight. Three nights straight. Toothache is no joke. Okay. So toothache <laughs> is not a joke at all. But basically, um, so a cavity is literally a cavitation. So it's a hole in your tooth. 
Okay. Um, so people find that funny, but so bad. it's literally just, it's a hole in your tooth caused by bacteria. So, um, as you know, most people say, oh, sugars give you cavity. Yes, sugar gives you cavity, but it's not only sugar. It's carbs as a whole. Carbs is basically the food for the bacteria in your mouth. So the more you give them that food, the more they spray acid, which is what breaks down the tooth surface, which actually forms the cavities. Right. Oh so if you're snacking a lot throughout the day, you're giving your mouth higher chance of forming cavities. But if you sit and you eat all your snacks in one sitting and you don't snack after that, you actually won't get a cavity or you have a less you have a lower chance of getting cavities. I know it sounds stupid, what? but my yes. whole life is a lie. I thought it was like sugar and candy will give you cavities. And the thing no. about that, that never made sense to me. When I tell you I have a sweet tooth, I will sit down and eat a whole bag of candy. And like Perfect. my, my lips are like, like I'll pucker it if it's sour. Mm. And I'm like, this is, this is the shit, yo. Like my dentist, he used to give me sugar-free, but he used to give us can like give me candy at the end of my cleaning. Like, great job. Here's, it, you would either get to pick a lollipop or trident gum. So in his defense, I feel like that's such a dentist thing to do to give you the 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 dental approved gum. But literally, um, we would have a little like thing and it would be like, do you want a toothbrush or do you want from the candy bowl? My nigga, I want from the candy bowl. Like, I don't want a toothbrush. And uh -huh. I just remember telling people that and they were like, your dentist used to give you candy. And I was like, yes. And I've never So you had can have more business. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> eh? Sometimes we do that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No. Probably. No. But how do you like is do you think that when people find like in your experience, when you discover a cavity, is it more often that people are coming in because they have pain and then you discover a cavity? Or if like you can see one grow because I assume like I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and just have like a huge cavity like don't they, they just progress correct they do yeah can you reverse um, a cavity or no can you you can't reverse it but you can prevent it from getting bigger okay you can arrest it basically um depending on the size of it well, how do you say. do that? you just like take pay closer attention or yeah so if oh. you keep the area clean so brushing and flossing fluoride so fluoride actually rebuilt Oh, I don't like saying rebuild, but it remineralized. So it makes it, it kind of fills in the holes a little bit mm -hmm. uh, of the minerals of your enamel. Mm -hmm. But like it's, it, it's an, it's an adjunct, like it helps, but it doesn't actually do it on its own. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the most important thing is brushing and flossing and reducing the amount of times you snack throughout the day like that. Like it's number one key. And candy is not the, the culprit for everything. It's sticky foods in general. So chips, as much as it's salty, chips are sticky. They stick on your teeth and it's formed with carbs. Like it's literally its yeah. first component is carbohydrate. So whatever is really, really sticky is what's going to get you a cavity more than anything else. Damn. So it basically, it, it reduces the pH in your mouth. And with a reduced pH, it's more acidic. So your whole teeth are just like more sensitive. So don't brush your teeth right after you eat candy. You have to give your mouth at least half an hour to remineralize and um, basically increase the pH so it becomes more neutral. 
before you can brush and floss and whatever else you need to do. Because if your teeth are already technically soft in that moment, mm-hmm. I want to, I don't want to say soft, soft, but like it's softer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're brushing, you're basically just breaking down that enamel. Damn. So a little trick is you can try to eat like cheese and it's weird, but after you eat like your snacks, eat a block of cheese, not a whole block. <laughs> eat some cheese. <laughs> so it can like get the stuff off your. It neutralizes oh. the acid in your mouth or protein source. Get yourself yeah. some meat. Yeah. You'll be better. What kind of meat? Oh, I mean. <laughs> but speaking of filling holes, look at that for Ew. a transition. No, because I want to talk about <laughs> porcelain fillings. Ew, you're nasty. Girl. Yeah. I mean. I know that. Right. Right. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> but porcelain, is it silver? Or do they not make silver anymore because they found out that was toxic and they had like everyone get those removed? They still do. Well, I don't want to say this. The Quebec side still tends to do amalgam fillings for don't be so gang gang. You're like, get out of here. No, but actually the thing that's the most fucking annoying is y'all like our codes are completely different. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how we count teeth are completely different. Mm-hmm. And I know this because I'm in Montreal, but I work mm-hmm. for an Ontario company. So my benefits are like Ontario benefits. And mm-hmm. literally I had to go get a tooth fix. And I sent in the like, cause you have to fill out the report. And then they, when it's like a dental report, you have to fill out like what worked on, what tooth and all that stuff. So I filled it out. And then I sent it in and they literally sent it back like, this shit doesn't exist. Like, <laughs> and then I called and I was like, no, but I swear. And then the woman was like, wait where are you calling from miss and i was like oh fucking i was like quebec like i'm calling in for because it's always that anytime there's something different for me i call the helpline and they're like wait what part of canada are you calling probably like call this the chris i'm like quebec mon college quebecois what do you want and then she's like oh yeah you guys do everything differently of course we fucking do and i'm actually not surprised i have to literally get like a printout from the like i have to get a report like my file and then send that to them so they can do the make equal. the matching yeah what are the numbers like what do they call it on the quebec side girl girl actually while um while you tell us about the difference i'm gonna go into my benefits account and see, right, bet, um, bet, bet. um but basically amalgam which is a silver filling um they usually don't like to do it on adults anymore because amalgam it expands and it contracts with temperature change. So amalgam bonds to itself, but it doesn't bond to the tooth. So basically, whatever your temperature is changing too drastically for it, it can allow stuff to seep through. So if it can allow temperature to affect it, it can allow bacteria to go into your teeth. So no, amalgam is not the way to go. You'd want to do composite because porcelain, that's like a crown. Is composite is the white filling. Oh, what so it's not So I'm just fucked over because I have it's a it's silver. Like when I look at it, it's like shiny silver. I believe you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I'm so mad. What the hell? Because they literally told me because I had a cavity. I didn't know I had a cavity, and mm-hmm. then they were like, "Oh, um, like." you have the cavity, we should fix it now before it gets bigger. And I was like, sure. Fair. And they asked me if I wanted to have, I don't know if they use that word, but they said, I remember silver or porcelain. 
Yeah. So I asked them what the difference. Like she's like, the main difference is porcelain is like more aesthetically pleasing, but she's like, but it's a molar. So like, who's really going to be in your business like that? And she's like, it's not as strong. And then I was like, okay. And she's like, it's more expensive. So I'm like, so you're telling me the silver one is more durable and cheaper? And she was like, I was like, baby, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. We're going to do the cheap one that's going to last me longer. And it then- lasts a long time. But at the same time, you don't know what's happening underneath. And that's a, that's the the horrible, horrible thing about silver fillings. They can last you like years and years. You know, like I see people that have had their silver fillings since they were 13 and they're freaking in their 70s at this point. Like it can last a really long time. However, when you have to take out the filling because something happened to the tooth, like the tooth cracked because of that filling, then when we see what's underneath, mm, it's not that great. <laughs> it's not that well, you can't see that shit with um, x-rays? Y'all you don't can't see because the silver filling is so... It's dense, so it comes out like a white blob, like just like a huge white blob. Oh, what the ass is this? So I could have a whole fucking flea of maggots under this shit and not know? Because that's not really really my look. Okay, maggots, I feel like you'd feel it, but... I'm pissed. Okay. (laughs) I feel slight. As you should. The, The composite feeling, like, it's... Yes, it is more pleasing. However, it's it's it bonds to the tooth so it like it has like a i don't want to say it's stronger it's not stronger it's just it closes the tooth a little bit better especially if it was like a small filling if it's a small filling do just do your composite bro but it's too late now well obviously and this filling i've literally had it for like before i went to ottawa so 10 years so like like it's been a while i can't find this i will send it to you later because i'm pretty sure i had to it was a whole thing i had to literally like email them to prove that i'm not some like random person just trying to get to get like some money because it was really different too like we it was i remember it was like m200 or something yeah 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 yeah. like it was really 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 different right after they saw it they said it was approved but everything is different our teeth numbers are different because i think our codes are longer because there was like three places some places but i would need like four or five characters but either way either way now i know that my life is a lie and my feeling is going to fall out and i'm going to have a nasty rotten tooth at the back of my mouth that's not true it most likely could last you forever i'm just saying like yeah but i don't there's a higher chance of it cracking within your tooth than you keeping it forever thanks (laughs) i feel great about that moving on (laughs) What the fuck is plaque? Tell me what plaque is. Because you be sharing. Honestly, I'm not. Like, I try to really love your videos. Why when you share a plaque. Because sometimes it's. Because that's a lot of plaque. Because, like, I've had some plaque buildup. Or tartar. Okay. <laughs> okay, let me just explain. I mean, how about I just explain what, what, what that is? <laughs> so, plaque is actually soft. So plaque is the stuff that you brush off every night, okay? What you brush okay. and what you floss. So when you feel your teeth feels fuzzy, like you just licked around your teeth. Like I saw mm-hmm. you do that, bitch, you can't hide. Mm-hmm. When no, you I'm do that trying, shit. I'm learning, bitch. Like, what I the fuck? I love it. <laughs> I love it, okay? I'm trying to learn. <laughs> Whenever you feel it's fuzzy with your tongue, mm-hmm. that's plaque. Okay. okay, plaque literally forms right away. Like the first, whenever you're done brushing your teeth, that little coating that happens on your teeth, that's like the first step of plaque. 
And plaque is called biofilm. The real term is like biofilm because it's a wall of bacteria. It's layers and layers and layers and layers of bacteria just like holding hands. And they don't want to let each other go. That's why when you brush and when you your floss, that mechanical disruption of it is what actually removes the plaque. You can't do a mouth rinse and say that, oh, I, I, I removed the plaque from my teeth because it didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It needs physical disruption to break them. Okay. So the longer plaque stays on your teeth and then it mixes with your saliva, it becomes tartar, which is calculus. So it's calcified bacteria. So the stuff that you can feel and you can see, so the yellow, it, it kind of looks yellowish for some people. It kind of looks like brownish on other people. And then when you find a really good shit underneath the gums, like sometimes when I dig in there and I get that good, good, it's black. It's like little asphalts. Like it looks like little rocks and I can throw it on the ground. It'll make like a little ding, ding, ding sound. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> Bro, what? Ah, uh, yeah. That's what that is. So if you want to prevent tartar from happening, you've got to do physical disruption of the biofilm. So brush and floss. Get that shit out of there. But I have a question about flossing because you Lizzie. said bleeding gums is not normal. Even when you're flossing, that's not normal. So when you're bleeding, it means that there's an active site of an infection. I don't even want to put this episode out anymore. I'm just (laughs) depressed. Okay, when you're bleeding, it means what part of my body needs to amputate? What'd you say? What? I'm I'm really disheveled. Like, this is backfiring. I'm really excited and I'm learning a lot. But I also, like, the next time I see my childhood dentist, it's on fucking site. It's on site. I'm running up. See, but there's a couple of things I got to ask when it comes to your bleeding. When you're flossing, is it every single time that you know it's bleeding? Oh, no. Okay. Is it on? It's like the one time when it's like, like, you know, when, when you got like, like this pussy, some of my teeth be tight, you know? (laughs) So, so, (laughs) you know, when it's like, when you're trying to just, see, that's different. And then you like fucking go down into your gum and then I'm like know. shit I just sliced my gum open that's more yeah, but like that's normal you oh. bruised yourself okay <laughs> if you're flossing and you're going like in between the contact space so if you're going in between the teeth and then you're going underneath the gum like you're supposed to and then you're taking it out and you're going underneath the gum on the other side and there's no blood when you take it out that's good Okay. If you're doing that and you're doing it properly and gently, you're going underneath the gum like you're supposed to and seesawing around the teeth and you come out with blood, that means that there's a site of active infection. So it means those areas that you're getting the bleeding sites means that you need to work on the most. So there might be other things going on. There might be tartar underneath your gums that haven't gone clean out in a while. Um, so definitely see your dentist or your dental hygienist. Or there might be something else going on in that area. But usually if it's inflammation and you're bleeding while you're flossing, like there's just too much going on in that area. So your body's telling you like, bitch, I have a fever. Fix me. Oh my God. And you said something that that was interesting. So some, so people, at least in Ontario, I don't know, but people can have a dental hygienist without having a dentist. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you hear there's that little- peeps, you don't need to have a dentist. You can still get yeah. your fucking teeth clean. You can, there's literally dental hygiene clinics that are owned and they're owned by dental hygienists. 
Mm, I don't so know. Can, I wonder if that's a thing out here. I don't know, but I wonder too. But I would like to have a little dental hygiene clinic. Yeah, and then you can literally have a little classroom in it, and you can teach people how to care for their teeth. I try. I I only wish people cared. Like I don't get it. I feel like they take it for granted. I'm like I didn't know any of these things when I before this, or else I wouldn't have fucking cavities on every single one of my teeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. I would have better, <laughs> better care, right? A little get, care. A, get ahead of it. But so just jumping to the gums and stuff, mm. based off of commercials I've seen, they frame it as bleeding gums is a sign of gingivitis. Mm-hmm. Now is gingivitis itself an infection? Yes. So gingivitis is literally saying it's, it's inflammation. So is inflammation the of the gum. Your heart? What's the one that like your blood... <laughs> <laughs> like fuck it it's, up. it's not even your blood it's basically they're saying that the bacteria that they find in gingivitis or any kind of periodontal disease which is any kind of gum disease they can find it in your heart they can find it in your lungs they can find it in your uh like yeah basically any, any kind of like important organ they can find that, that same kind of bacteria in there so people that have like diabetes, people that have like high blood pressure, anybody that has like a risk factor that affects their whole body, they actually need to see a, a dentist more frequently than say somebody who doesn't have any risk factors oh. because blood, it travels throughout your system. It's literally like a low grade fever constantly. Like it's like your gums are literally telling you, I have a fever, help me. Because all the bacteria, like all the... Um, the immune system response, like say you cut yourself and your wound wants to heal, the same thing happens in your mouth. So all those phagocytes, like all those like um, bacteriophages, not the bacteriophages. What's the other guy? Like all the white blood cells. All the- you're not fucking asking me. <laughs> like I'm all literally those- listening. <laughs> like literally all those cells that are re- that respond to um, a crisis in your body they're in your gums which is why it swells which is why it bleeds so they're they're trying to fix the problem but what happens when they can't fix the problem they literally try to get rid of the source and the source is your tooth (laughs) so this is how we get into periodontitis so it's something something as simple as gingivitis which is reversible you brush you floss you go see your hygienist your teeth are good you can keep them forever your bone is intact and then we get into something like periodontitis which is your body is so tired of fighting what's going on it starts to melt the bone away from your tooth so your tooth has less support and in the long run you lose it and that's periodontitis so and once you get to like, a, the bacteria is, are different between gingivitis and periodontitis. And you don't necessarily have to have gingivitis to have periodontitis. Like you can have one without the other, but it's harder for you to have one. You can't. Oh, I feel like I'm getting. So you can have one without the other, but the chances of you having both is like damn near sk- skippy because it's like, bitch, you ain't taking care of your teeth. No way. So you gonna get both. Yeah. I am shook at this. And most of it has to do with genetics. What? What do you mean? With do gen- you know? Let me tell you. <laughs> I- <laughs> I'm so I'm so shook right now because I once again I just feel like There's I just some feel shit like that my I- new teeth now. 
I'm so sorry. Like I, I'm so sorry. Like, you know when you go to the, the your hygienist and she's like measuring underneath your gums. Like if she hasn't done that to you or explained to you what she's doing, that's that a problem they, like, on its push own. On my yes. okay, well they do that, but they don't. She doesn't tell me why. Well, she says mm-hmm. I'm gonna check your gums, but she doesn't say like. She doesn't explain what she's doing. Well, candidly, the last two times that I went to the dentist, um, it was during the pandemic. So they've, they have really condensed their, like, for example, okay, so candidly, I have, I had a chip in this tooth, like from years ago, and I got it, like they added a little piece and then Mm -hmm. it fell off again. And then she Mm -hmm. added it again. And she was like, listen, it's your front tooth. So we're probably going to like keep adding it because it's literally it was literally like the smallest sliver that she needed to add and Mm -hmm. she was like but if it comes off again then I'm going to just kind of shave down your teeth a bit and kind of like even it out because obviously like when you chip a tooth no one else sees it but like that's especially if it's the one it was this one girl this one yeah but shorty this one like my front front tooth. Yeah, I get it. Bro, like oh, I couldn't. And then she um she added the piece for the third time and literally mm-hmm. <laughs> my fat ass the week after my dad brought me home a candy apple. Yeah, I'm fucking biting into it. <laughs> and the second I crunched into the candy apple, I was like, there goes my filling. So then she shaved it down, but even in that time, they didn't even clean my tooth. They just like polished off the only tooth they were working on. And they just fixed it, but it's because it was COVID. So they were super like, like you're only coming in for, the, yeah. But essential um, shit. Like, but yeah. the other, like, I remember we, I had a hygienist like before, like she was always there and she would be pretty good at like explaining. And I liked her because she was super like, you're not going to like me at the end of this, but then you're going to smile in your review mirror when you get in the car and you're going to like me a little bit more. So hey. here we go. She would just like, no, but it's a solo. Face à moi. Okay, ouf ta bouche, un peu là. Why do you do that to us? Because I want to converse. Like, is that too much to ask for? It's what because you're yelling at me for. Goddamn. How am I supposed to speak to you with my mouth open without moving my mouth? Make it work. And plus, we understand this language at this point. Like, just say do what you you're actually, saying. Do you guys Honestly, get Honestly, to a certain the, extent. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, yo, for real? I got it. I know what you said. <laughs> no, but y'all I, the real ones. Y'all the real ones. That's me. I think, I think it's very, very important for people to explain what they're doing in a dental office. Like I know for, I know that dental field is like very time-based. It's very, it's very um, fast paced because they literally like can overbook you just, just like that. Mm -hmm. They don't fuck around my schedule anymore because I told them like, I don't have energy for this shit. Give me my full time. Give me my full lunch, especially my lunch. They don't play with my lunch anymore. They used to play with your lunch. Even my boss, no, even my boss, he got scared and he never did it again. So I was like, Yvonne needs to eat. (laughs) Like, we can do this without food. Okay. I have, but anyways, they need to explain what they're doing to you because that, what they're doing, the measurements is called probing. Okay, so like it's a it's a it's like a, basically like a little ruler, a mini ruler 
and it goes underneath your gums and they have to like walk it all around your tooth. So there's like six spots that they're checking for each tooth. So they're checking like three in the front and then three in the back. And those spots is letting them know like if there is bone loss. So it's important to know your numbers because one to three millimeters is healthy. Four and five, it's like early. Six and seven, it's like more moderate and then so on and so forth. You can get to the advanced stages. If there's areas of advanced, you'd like to know right away. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I feel like you'd like to know. Yeah. So whenever I'm doing that for my patients, like, I'm letting them know. I'm like, hey, like, I'm measuring right now just to let you know. And we'll go through the numbers after because you should know where you're at. Because, fuck. Damn. Get your shit together. Damn. Informed consent. Informed consent. The theme That's... I'm seeing coming up yes. here. This is part of the Because Alia does be yes. expensive. Make yes. I tell you this. The first time I was off my father's health insurance and the woman looked at me in the face and said, $147. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, but I was here for not even an hour. And that's actually two and a half units of scaling right there. Okay. Makes sense. Go ahead. You want what? Go ahead. Good to me. And I was like, you want 147 of my dollars and then she said yeah but we did x-rays today and i'm like but you get to keep them i don't so what what's you actually going- get to keep your x-rays what's going you no yeah them. if i if i if i want to but yeah what i want x-rays in my mouth for um all that to say dentists is, dentists are fucking expensive well i mean they can be depending on your budget and all that and i know in my conversations with like friends or like just especially when it was like that, I feel like there's this period in university when we were all like early 20, like 20, 21, 22, when we were really coming to terms with the fact that we have to book we're our adults. appointments. Yep. Yeah. And we have to do all that. Mm. That's because I remember when I was in Ottawa, I went to La Cité Collégiale to get my teeth cleaned because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to pay $30 and mm-hmm. I'm a student. So like, they were like, it's three hours though. I don't care. I like, that I have to pay with my time as well because I. But not the worst go. part, you got coverage with Ottawa U. You would have had coverage. Yeah, it would have been like seven hundred and fifty dollars. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it was it was all complicated because like I didn't I like opted out of some of their stuff because I was also on Quebec, so some things are covered mm. in Quebec. And so I like, fin- like I had a, um, a doctor with Ottawa U, but like when it came to dental stuff, I like finesse. It was, it like, wasn't worthwhile all the time for me. Mm, um, that's fair. Uh, Cause it was like, I would have to like the amount I would have to pay to opt in. Mm-hmm. I could just use that for my cleanings and be, yeah. be fine. But either way. Um, yeah. I feel like price or not understanding price or like not <laughs> understanding the value behind the price is a big deterrent for a lot of people when it comes to their dental health. Cause everyone talks about like, go see your doctor, go see your doctor, but like normalize, go seeing your dentist. I don't know. Please. <laughs> so, so do you want to like enlighten us there? A bit? Yes, I would love to. Cause honestly, it stresses me out when I see like, like my friends, like, or people that I know, especially people that I know that come see me. Cause I let them know beforehand. I'm like, guys, this is how much you're going to be paying for the day because I understand that day-to-day like we're all living in a world where we're working you know like we mm-hmm. have bills like people have debts like you have stuff that your money is going towards and like I feel like dentistry should be part of your budget unfortunately like it costs you less 
to prevent issues than it does to restore them. That's true. Just to let you know, like a filling, one filling on one surface of a tooth. So if you think of your tooth as having like technically like wait, wait, no, it has five surfaces. Right? Okay, there's the there's the one, two, three, four, five. Because you were like Imagine your tooth as a box that's on the floor. Yeah. Are you are you gonna only clean the like the two sides? Are you gonna clean all five sides? I I be I be I be listening. I be listening. Okay, sorry. I'm, like, I'm crying, but fuck, I'm about to cry. You're listening to me, shit. Yeah, I'm, bitch. I'm trying to keep these motherfuckers. Like, I don't want to have veneers and look like I got chiclets in my mouth. Like every fucking celebrity nowadays. Like, I hate that shit. But basically, you're right. Like, you have five surfaces to your tooth. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to tell me that one motherfucking surface of your tooth is going to cost me $195 to fill in, when you could have learned, you could have just kept it clean by having a cleaning. <laughs> you could have had a cleaning, which includes, like, the scaling, which is the actual removal of the plaque and the tartar and everything. You could have had polish and your fluoride, which would have helped, like, rebuild any tiny little cavities that are starting. And you could have paid maybe 190 and like that would have saved you for like a good six, six to, to six months to a year, mm-hmm. depending on how good you do your at home shit. Why would you not do that? Because then you get into two surfaces of your tooth, which most if your cavity starts in between your tooth, they can only fix it by using two surfaces. So they break two surfaces of your teeth to fix that one cavity. And that's on one tooth. So the majority of the cavities that start in between your tooth, they spread to the tooth next to it. So you're not going to have just one. You're going to have two. And those both those two teeth have two surfaces that are being affected. So one tooth Jeez. has one <clears throat> cavity of two surfaces, and that costs you $250 for that one tooth. So for two teeth, you're going to be paying $500 right there when you could have flossed or you could have brushed. <laughs> And gone to see your dentist for $190. Damn. So I understand when it comes to like not being sure, like of money being an issue. A hundred percent. I'm I'm always behind find out your prices. But your dental team should literally be a team. Like they're they're there for you. Especially mm-hmm. like I, I don't know if it's just me, but personally, like I feel like I, I like I tell my patients up front every single cent they're going to be paying because you can treatment plan that shit so you can know the total price Mm -hmm. so i tell them next appointment i want to take four x-rays i want to do a checkup with you i want to do polish and i want to do fluoride because you haven't been doing so good and this is how long i think it's going to take me to clean your teeth i give them the total price and they say at your next appointment this is how much i want you to pay so they're aware Mm -hmm. so you have four to six months to figure out how we're going to do this and at that appointment, we can figure it out. And if your dentist, let you know. or if your hygienist don't do that, you like, can you ask. Can, we can always ask. Always ask. Like I always tell them to ask. Like, if there's anything that's unclear, like feel free to ask. Like you actually need to ask because I don't want you to just sit there and do stuff because we tell you to. Because fair, fair. No, fair. Like, find out your insurance coverages. Like you guys have. The majority of you guys, anyways, that work for private or even like uh, a company. The second you work for a company, they most likely will give you some kind of dental benefit. Find mm-hmm. out what they cover. Ask if you need help. Ask your, your dental office if they can help you figure it out. 
if you have any questions, but don't rely on your dental office to know your insurance coverage for you. Like that's mm. like one of the number one things that pisses me off because <laughs> there's so many different policies. There's so many different companies out there. How is one, how is one office supposed to know what everybody's covers? Yeah. And you also aren't in the business of doing that. You're in the business We're of not. cleaning and caring for teeth and teaching people about how to do that. As well. Like we shouldn't have to be chasing. It. We, we can't be feeling bad because we didn't know what your coverage was. How are you going to be like, well, you did it and you didn't, you didn't even ask me if my coverage covered it. If I'm telling you that I'm doing it, as I'm doing it, if you say you don't have coverage for it, you can say no. Like that's your consent form. Like you tell me if I say I'm, oh yeah, I'm going to polish right now. And you say, okay, I'm going to polish. I'm going to charge you because I polish. Okay. So I can say no. Like if you're literally in the room and you have the polish in your hand. Yes. Even if I have it set up yeah, and I already have the flavor picked out and I have it in my little cup. Mm -hmm. If you tell me, no, I don't want to polish as I'm about to polish. I'm like, perfect. All right. Not a problem. Is there, I believe, is there a reason why you don't want to polish? And then I usually will explain to you why I feel like you need a polish because I don't polish for everybody. Mm. If I don't feel like you have stains, if I don't feel like you have plaque around the gum lines, I'm not going to polish. Like there's no point to it. That's an extra $35 you could save. Wait. (laughs) So the cleaning is broken down into prices. There's not like, this is what a cleaning entails and Mm. it's your package deal. There's none of that. No, you shouldn't want that. It's, it's, per client like it's client specific right oh okay so if i feel like you don't have stains you don't have plaque why am i gonna do something that i do for somebody who has like massive plaque and as a smoker and i need to scrub for like an hour no so the more time it takes to clean your teeth the more expensive it is (laughs) you know that right no but i'm just laughing because like next time y'all in that chair if you're like shit i've been here a while you better make sure you got your coins in check (laughs) i understand that because there's some people that are going to call me or ask specifically like oh like how much is the cleaning around i'm like i can't give you that price like i need to know your history like when was the last time you had a cleaning like have you had x-rays in a while like how good are you taking care of your teeth at home because if you come into my chair and you're telling me oh my last cleaning was two years ago i'm like okay like two years for some people is like is like five like four months for another person yeah Do you know what I mean because then then you sit in my chair and I look at your teeth I'm like my guy like this is like expect to pay like three hundred dollars because <laughs> just three hundred dollars just to scale like that's the actual removal of plaque and tartar oh, before wow. I get into polish and before I get into anything extra just that portion alone is gonna be three hundred dollars because that. you tell me two years, but it's been like six years. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Thing, I y'all, see this. Can, y'all can tell because um, I hear you see you have like the health of the tooth versus the look of the teeth here. <laughs> so I think this is a perfect one because there's some people, and this sounds like fucked up, but actually my one of like my OG dental hygienist, that's what she told me. She was like, she's like, if you ever you see people yawn, she's like, look at the inside of their teeth teeth she's like if you could ever get a glimpse at the inside of their teeth you can tell who brushes their teeth correctly as she's like especially if you can see like that behind those ones and it's true because sometimes i'd be with people and they yawn and i'm like are those 
are those corn kernels that you have in your bottom gums? Like, you know, so that's what I was always told was like, teeth can look really nice on the outside, but Mm -hmm. if you can look, or she said, start looking at behind the canines (laughs) and also uh, behind behind your tooth. (laughs) that's That's what she always told me. And I was like, a hundred and ten percent for me it's like if you can buy bottles at the club i don't want to say a single speck of tartar on your teeth like i don't want to see that (laughs) you better sip that (laughs) bruh please especially when the bottle if you can pay 290 dollars for hennessy and you're not celebrating anything in the club. <laughs> Why do you have last week's shamarma in between your fucking molars, my guy? Why is it in betwixt your teeth? I need to know. Because it's true. You're right. There are some people that I'm like, I've seen it. I've been out with these people. And then like I'm looking at their teeth and I'm like, how are you affording an ace of spades? But I can see it from your front and I can smell it when you open your mouth. Why? <laughs> Why? But is it possible that you have teeth that don't look good? Quote unquote. But are that, very healthy? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I would rather have you have like ugly looking teeth, but I know your gums are nice and healthy. Like if your gums are nice and pink and like you're flushed against your tooth, like there's no like inflammation, like it's not fat and just like bulbous around the tooth. Like I'm all for it. Get your recession on. Like, I don't care. Like <laughs> you can, you can always fix recession if you need to. Um, but that's nothing to me. Like I, I'd rather you have like, like molted teeth. Like, you know, when you, when you get like fluoridation too much of it, like you have like bumps. on your teeth. Oh, it's like bumps kind of like ugh. okay like grooves yeah like grooves like heavy heavy grooves but if they take good, really good care of their teeth that's just aesthetic you can get veneers if you really want to yeah but you mentioned something there about like pink gums and like touching into like people of color and like you know when it comes to dentistry any stigmas you might uh know like come across or any like misconceptions we might have and one that I have like come across a few times is like the color of of your gums. Is it normal? Like for like, I don't know what color my gums are, but watch you tell me like, girl, you need to go to the ER right now. But is it normal for like (laughs) darker people to have darker gums? Yeah, they have pigmentation and like, that's completely normal. That's not even a concern at all. I actually have a patient who has like black gums. That's so cool. Like it's purpley. Like it looks literally like it kind of looks like grayish like this. Mm. And I would like, I thought it was an issue, but then I was like, no, her gums are actually completely healthy. Like she flosses, she brushes. There's no actual bleeding when I'm probing. Like it's healthy. This is just what the color of her gums look like. So it's literally just you, your gums are more pigmented. Yeah, that's it. And there's mm-hmm. no like, if it if it's not uniform, like just like my skin, like I can have hyperpigmented yeah. gums on my, the left side of my mouth, and then yeah, on the right can. side they're pinker. Yeah, you can totally have that, but at, at the same time, there's like different signs to cancer. Like that's not really one. one of the what signs. the fuck? That was a left. Oh, <laughs> sorry, because I'm like, if I'm if I'm talking about like different color changes in the mouth and like different little spots, like 
yes, we have to do an oral cancer screening. Like it's one of the things you should do when you're checking them out. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I, that was It always blessed. gets so serious. I take it back. No, it's fine. I'm just, it's cause like shit. I didn't think oral cancers. That's so true. Like it's a huge thing. Go see your doctors y'all. Cause like cancer of the mouth is a thing. Cancer of the tongue. Cancer. Oh my God. Everywhere. Um, but honestly, people of color, like we need to do better. <laughs> we need to take dentistry seriously. Like I, I know. And I, I say this coming from an African household, like, <laughs> My first time going to the dentist, I was maybe five years old when we lived in Belgium. And then I did not go again until I was 21 because my parents were like, oh, you got good teeth. And I didn't even go with them. I went because my tooth was hurting so bad and there was a hole in my tooth and I was fucking cavity. I had to get a root canal and all that shit. But my parents said I didn't need braces my whole life um, because you got good teeth. Why would you need braces? You got good teeth. Your teeth are functioning. We're Africans. We don't need that. Mm-hmm. And I'm there like, I sucked my thumb my whole life. I won't even tell you when I stopped because that's embarrassing. <laughs> no, you're texting me after. I don't care. <laughs> you have no choice. Let me text you right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you understand where we're going. Um, Imagine you like two o'clock yesterday. That's what I thought. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. Right, that's girl. not Girl, I wasn't... That's not bad, I, but that's not great. Okay. <laughs> so I sucked my thumb for a really long time. So yes, my teeth were technically straight, um, but they weren't functionally good because I couldn't close my teeth over each other. Oh. Like I couldn't do this. Like you need an overbite. As much as people say, oh, overbites are bad. No, different. there's different overbites. If you have a 100% overbite where it's all the way down, yes, that's bad but you're supposed to have like, like 30 to 50%. And that's considered normal. Okay. <laughs> like that's considered normal. So my teeth weren't even closing. My, my teeth had, like I had an open bite in the front. So they weren't even touching. And then I had in the back of my teeth, I had a cross bite. So my bottom teeth were going over my top teeth like this. Oh my God. Instead of this, it was doing this. Wow. So, and then I had spaces in different areas. So the spaces might not seem like a big deal. It just seems like, oh, it's aesthetic. Close. You don't need to close your spaces. It gives you character and it makes <laughs> you look different. No, that's not why you'd want to close spaces. You'd want to close spaces because in the long run, it actually gets bigger. Like oh, teeth okay. keep shifting. And if they keep shifting in the wrong in the wrong place, like it just makes your bite uneven. It's unstable. Mm-hmm. So the fact that my front teeth weren't touching means that I was relying solely on my back teeth. Mm-hmm. So they were getting too much action while my front teeth were not getting any at all. So I was getting like imbalanced forces. And with imbalanced forces, it's it's unstable. Like, mm-hmm. As soon as you have an unstable bite in the long run, it becomes worse and worse of an issue. Damn. Okay. Like my dad, I actually made him get Invisalign and he's almost 60. <laughs> Because you've been he, trying to, I feel like you've made so many people get. You made JoJo get Invisalign. You made so many people get Invisalign. <laughs> it's not even like it's a. It wasn't even like I, I'm forcing people. It's just it's the most logical choice. Like why would you not want to correct something that's just going to keep getting worse with time? Mm-hmm. Like if you fix it now, you have a higher chance of keeping your teeth for longer. The second your teeth are crowded, even if it's like a minuscule amount you already have 30% less bone around those areas that are crowded. 
So just that area that's like a little bit overlapped, this one that's like sticking over here like this, this space doesn't get as cleaned as everywhere else because it's crowded. Like they're sharing an area where they shouldn't be sharing space. So right now you're, you have less bone supporting that tooth. So if you're going to lose a tooth later on, it's going to be one of those guys because they have less support in the first place. So it's easy to fix it once you're, if you start the process young. Yeah. I'm guessing that's why you said elementary school. Well, cause they, well, I always, I remember always going to, like, I always went to, um, to a dentist like it was, there was one near my house and then eventually well he was old so he retired naturally and whoever bought his practice we just like no one liked him like he lost so, so many of the patients and now I have uh, another dentist and she is amazing what? but the, I, I remember vividly I was going to Harold Knapper so I was going to um like elementary school and I, they wanted to give me braces and my mom was like no and they were like but her teeth are crooked because one thing uh my two front teeth at the bottom like my baby teeth never like they had to pull them out like they never budged my root i literally at one point looked like a shark because i had i love that and i had my and i had my two um adult teeth adult teeth in the back and it's funny because I have like two little marks on my adult teeth. I guess, I don't know if it's from my baby teeth or whatever, yeah. but um, anytime there's a new dental hygienist, it's the funniest thing. Cause they're always like, and I'm like, no, it's, it's a, like, it's not going to come off. Cause they're trying to like polish it off. I'm like, it's, it's our trademark. But um, after they got them pulled out, they're like, oh no, yeah, she's going to need braces after this. And my mom was like, no, her teeth are fine. And then I just never got braces. And my teeth never grew in crooked. I mean, candidly, I have been feeling that like this tooth is like one of my front teeth is coming in front of the other one in the front, which is a little, I don't like that feeling. But other than that, my teeth never grew in. And I feel like that was a thing I remember, like a lot of people were getting braces really young or a lot of people were like getting braces when they still had baby teeth, for example. And I was I like, I don't know orthodontics is a scam (laughs) not a scam i know (laughs) however i understand parents being um like hesitant about starting it young because yes your teeth will shift throughout that like you don't know exactly what your jaw shape is going to be like but the problem with that is that it's so much easier to fix issues when their, their their face is still malleable Okay. So usually when you have, it's something called like a class three bite. So when you have like a, an underbite, mm-hmm. you know, like those dogs that are like the, yeah, like this, everybody is saying like the only way to fix that issue is by getting jaw surgery when you're older and fixing, correcting that. But now we know that if you fix it once they're young with appliances, you can literally correct that and they won't ever need to have surgery. Mm. So that's why when I when I say get get it young, I mean get it at a reasonable age where you feel like your 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 the majority of their baby teeth are gone. Mm-hmm. So usually by the time they're eleven or twelve, like that's a perfect age because then they have until like they're sixteen for everything to be really um, to be very malleable and it's easier to fix the majority of the issues. But some of the deeper issues that have to do with like their jaw they can correct it the second they have their adult molars popping out when they're like six years old. So like I say, take it seriously, especially when they're kids. 
because you can you can save yourself so much money in the long run by doing mm-hmm. that well do you think like here with children in dental offices like parents seem to I, I guess now that we're unpacking it maybe parents don't have an under all we know about baby te- teeth is that they are baby teeth and they're gonna fall out but like yeah like what are like you know like the main differences or like are, sh- are there habits we should change once our adult teeth come in like because I feel like me myself I can sit here and say my understanding of baby teeth are those are your teeth that fall out before your real quote unquote your real teeth come in mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts <laughs> like yes they are baby teeth so they will fall out however mm-hmm. those baby teeth are there to direct the adult teeth like you need those baby teeth in order for the adult teeth to come out in the right position okay okay so babies um they have 20 teeth we have what do we have eight 32 Oh my God, look at you. Oh, that's so fantastic. We got 32 if you have your wisdom teeth. So you have 32 teeth. Um, so those 20 teeth, they they replace other teeth. <laughs> that's so funny. That's so funny. They replace other teeth. But then you'll have two other, well, three other molars in the back that grow without you losing any teeth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's how you get your whole 32 teeth. However, whatever happens to the baby teeth can affect the adult teeth okay. underneath it. So if a kid's having cavity after cavity after cavity and infection after infection on their baby teeth, it literally will go in and affect the adult teeth and come out with issues mm. as in your teeth, those two mm. front teeth. So something must have happened to your baby teeth and then it damaged your adult teeth underneath it. And which is why it came out with those stains that won't come out. A lot of those stains actually that come on your adult teeth, like that come out of nowhere has to do with like antibiotics and like um, whatever the mom was having when she was pregnant with her. So that affects your adult teeth when they grow, come that's out. So, like what's that one called the milk stain? I think that's what, I don't know. I feel like someone called it once, but you know, when people have like white, the white patches it's on their fl- teeth, it's usually fluoridation though. What's is, that doesn't sound good. It's like whenever there was, um, if they, before they're eight years old, like if they swallowed a lot of fluoride, it ends up affecting how they're, like it can stain their adult teeth. Damn. Okay, cool. I just remember that um, there's a kid in elementary school and he had a, a, a milk stain. That's what his mom called it, a milk stain on his, on his tooth. Cause there was weird like, thing to say. White, well, white people usually are weird. Yeah. So um, weird. <laughs> <laughs> but so okay. I, I personally feel like you have to bring your kids in the second you see all their adult teeth come in their adult teeth, their baby teeth coming in. So if they lose a baby tooth before their time, because each tooth has a time to drop. And okay. if they come out before their actual drop time, it literally will ruin how every teeth is going to come out. I have seen certain cases where I know exactly why this one premolar is facing this way when it shouldn't be facing that way like they have completely straight teeth everywhere else but that tooth right there is coming on this angle because their baby version got lost before its time or it got pulled before its time so the adult teeth didn't know where to go it just took its first exit and that's where it came out oh so a lot of issues could be prevented by just maintaining that space which is usually when they put like a little metal thing that keeps that space where it is. So the adult tooth knows that this is my, this is where I need to go. Uh-huh. And then I'll come out where it's supposed to go. So that yeah. again, it's preventative over restorative. 
Yeah. This is like a $160 little appliance over like a $5,000 braces process. Jeez. Why would you not just do that? You know, brushing your tits, your tits. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when you take your bra off at the end of the day. Ooh, <laughs> no, brushing your kids' teeth. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a choice. Like it's not a option. Like it's not a, oh no, they're old enough. They can brush it themselves. If they don't have the dexterity for it, you have to brush for them. Mm. Having cavities on a baby tooth is painful and kids don't know they're in pain. And that's the worst part. Cause I've seen kids that come into my chair and they sit down. I'm like, Oh, how are you? How's your teeth feeling? They're like, Oh, it's fine. Like I have no issues. And then I look, there's a massive infection going on on one too. There's a freaking fistula that's leaking pus in their mouth. And this kid's trying to tell me like, no, I, maybe I had a little something like last week. I'm like, did you tell your mom? And I have to go ask the mom, like, were you aware that he has an infection? She's like, no, I didn't know. He didn't say anything. But a massive like a pus, yep. like I touched him coming out. Ew. Because he didn't even know that he was in pain. And that was like an issue to fix. That's why. Well, look in your kid's mouth because I Oops. I see, I see those like video those like mommy blog videos. I'm I don't have kids of my own, but like, <laughs> and they're there with their kids and like brush your teeth and the kids do like two seconds. Okay, and I'm like they brush their front four teeth. Yes, and that's exactly what I and see then, too. And I'm like that's it's not because I think I think it could be that maybe in that moment they're trying to get their kids in the habit of brushing their teeth and not mm-hmm. necessarily brushing their teeth correctly when you sh- need to add that correctly part in there. But that's also where like, you know, y- you work with your kids. Most of the time, like I tell parents like, Oh, you know, I-, I know they're in this independent phase. So if they're in that little independent phase, you tell them like you brush and like, let me check how good you're brushing. And then that's when you go and you do it again. I have a coworker. She actually has a really smart idea because her kid is like one is 13 and the other, oh, she was so sad when he turned 13 um, and another kid and her other kid is 10. So she has like two double digits. She was like, oh my God, my babies. And she basically makes them brush their teeth and then she inspects it. And she tells them like, if it's not good, cause you know what good brushing is supposed to be like, you will lose some of your allowance. Mm. I know some, I know a lot you know, we're immigrants, so, you know, allowance where. <laughs> yeah, the allowance is you're allowed to live another day That's in exactly my house. it. However, <laughs> if they're not, you know, like us and they actually have an allowance, like, I think a little bit of, you know, reprimandation. Is that a word? I think so. Re- no, reprimand is when you're... Reprimand. Like you're Positive taking Positive reinforcement. Away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you're, you're taking something away. Like, you're making them understand that this is an important part of of doing of your future you know Mm -hmm. like you understand like brushing good and you need to start flossing kids need to floss too Mm. kids need to floss and they can't do it themselves they don't have the dexterity for it so even if you give them little floss sticks which they can totally use but they don't know what they're doing they're just like chewing on it delicious (laughs) yeah but they're not actually doing anything you have to do it for them it just sucks because i'm pretty sure parents are busy they don't have time for all that yeah but even if it's like a couple times a week that they can just take that extra two seconds you lay them down and just go Mm -hmm. if i ever get married they're gonna stand in the line 
these kids and my husband, everybody's getting flossed. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I, I say see. it here. But do you think having these conversations early is also a way for us to like relieve some dental anxiety that I guess you, you see to just normalize like, like it. Cause I, I can see how, like if I'm at home and you accidentally like bruise yourself with some floss and you're at home and then that's normal. If you're in a dental office and the hygienist is like, oops, sorry, you're not going to be like, Oh wow. She's so, she's so aggressive. You're already going to know like, yeah, that happens sometimes because these teeth are a little bit tighter uh, together and you have to wedge it in. So do yeah. you think having these conversations early and frequently um, is a great way to relieve dental anxiety? It is, yes. Like, I don't really... Yes, 100%. I think just talking about teeth in general is a great way to get them more used to a dental office. Um, Like, there's videos on YouTube. Nowadays, with YouTube, you can find everything. So there's literally videos that shows them, like, oh, what to expect at a dental office. Like, I have patients as young as three... Uh, actually two, two or th- I think my youngest was two, but she wasn't very cooperative, but <laughs> like cooperate, like cooperative patients, like a three-year-old was the youngest I've ever had. And they come in the chair and they're excited, like, and they want to see everything. Most of the times, like I get them to come with their older siblings. So the mm-hmm. mom will bring like the younger one so they can see what a dental office is like, and they can see their older sibling going through it which helps them like relieve that anxiety and the older sibling wants to do so good. So they'll be like, look how great I'm doing. Mm. And then boom, shakalaka, the younger one is going to be like, wow, that looks so fun. I can't wait for it to be my turn. And then in that two seconds, like I'll get them to sit on the chair too. And I'll be like, Hey, look what the chair can do. And then boom, you got like somebody that's excited. What I will never do is have a patient have a bad first experience in a chair because that first experience can live with you forever Mm. and that's what I've noticed in the majority of my patients like if that first time she comes into the chair or he comes in the chair and they sit down and they're afraid I'll let them sit on the chair so they have like a carding person Uh, I'll ask them like I'll try to get them to to work with me like I'll I'll ask some questions I'll basically get them to, to 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 I basically like try to get them to to respond with me you know I would be like um do you want the the do you want to look in the mirror do you want to put the mirror in your mouth for me so that I can see you know like I'll ask them a little shit like this or mm-hmm. I'll get them to pick their little polished flavor so they feel like they're doing something important I'm like I'm like I don't know like is the raspberry better than the mint like what do you want like what would you prefer mom would you want to help like oh, just little okay. shit like that so they get like they feel like they're doing something important so mm-hmm. so they have a good experience that first time Afterwards, like when they're older, like the most important thing is to 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 just let them know what's happening, because a lot of anxiety is not knowing what's gonna happen. So I will literally go step by step by step by step. I'm like, okay, the noise you're gonna hear is just a suction. This is just for your your spit and whatnot. The I tell noises, them, yeah, those can be pretty because sometimes it, I'm like. <laughs> bitch yeah, what is like, what was that? She's, yeah. Like, she's like oh it's just the polish that sounded like a drill like, exactly <laughs> exactly and a lot of people like that's where their anxiety comes from it's just the sounds and the fact that they're not in control of what's happening so i tell them like do you want me to stop like i literally ask for consent like 
is this okay? Like, do you feel this? Like, do you want me to get some freezing for you? So you're not actually feeling anything. Mm. Do you want to put your music on? Like, I'll tell them, like, do you want to put your headphones on? So you don't hear anything. And that, that one I've noticed works a lot better, especially when they're getting fillings done. Like I tell them, bring your headphones, block out the dentist so you, they can focus on what they're doing and you can just focus on the music. Mm. So that helps a lot. Yeah. And one thing I definitely want to touch because we're getting close to two hours here. It's after 10. It's after Is a it? bedtime. Yeah, it's 1020, girl. <laughs> but um, so I noticed here, I guess we touched on it with like creating com- uh, comfortable environments, but I wanted to really jump into like transgender cases because you have some interesting notes here that I never thought of because at least in like my research when it comes to gender and all that and when I look at like um more like uh people who are transitioning uh in the later stages of life I I hear things like uh like feminization of the face surgery where you know they're like like you know either like lifting or shaving cheekbones and shaving your jaw or like maybe um, bringing your brow line like just kind of making your face look a little bit more feminine but I I'm looking at the google docs and I see the start of estrogen shots leading to jaw shifting so what yes I had a patient of mine like sweetest little girl ever and I had her when she was a boy and then I had her when she was a girl um, and she didn't start her estrogen shots till I want to say like a year ago, maybe like a year and something ago. Uh, and I saw her in December. And then the next time I saw her was during the summertime. And I always take a look at how people's teeth bite down. Like I look at everything, like all, just alignment in general. And I noticed that for some reason, her back teeth weren't touching the way they were supposed to touch anymore. Like they had created something like an, like an open bite, like it wasn't even biting in the back. And she's been complaining about like, oh, like her jaw feels kind of sore. She's like, I don't feel like I'm biting the way I was supposed to bite. She thinks she's grinding her teeth. So we're like, okay, so maybe we might need to do like a, uh, like a night guard or something to protect her. And then I look and I'm like, did something change? Like I'm asking, I'm like, yo, did, like I I knew about their whole story because I've obviously mom let us know like we it was evident yeah. like you know hair change and whatever like everything change of name and whatnot. So I'm like, did anything change? She's just like, oh well, the only thing I remember starting is like I started my estrogen shots, and I'm like, that's literally what happened. So the estrogen literally made her jaw like slimmer. So instead of it having um, an a bite like this it basically made the lower jaw smaller um so it was biting like this oh she had like a crossbite in the back and it wasn't even closing anymore so imagine mom went through braces for her already before so she finished her braces like she had the wire everything set up and then and i have to go tell mom be like hey you're going to need to do it again. And this is kind of like a a strange case for me because I don't actually know what the step, I wanted her to wait until she was done the estrogen shots and then do braces again. Because if if it shifts even more, like I, why would you change it and then have to do braces again? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, But mom really, 
I guess she's, she, you know, it's a very sensitive topic. So she was like, no, let's do whatever we need to do to make her. Because mm-hmm. I think they have to, I mean, again, I'm ignorant to this, but perhaps depending on us, I feel like there's a level of estrogen consumption that probably has to be maintained throughout, even after yeah. mm-hmm. someone is com- has completely transitioned, transitioned just because biology, like they, I think, but that is fa- so their jaw literally shifted uh-huh changed how entirely how they bite like how she was biting down and she do you think that there's like research in the dental field on like trans honestly and i and, haven't even looked or was into that it. part of your so that okay so that was gonna be my fault was that part of your con like your discussion in uh in school was like hey no, i never anatomies and changing bodies I literally, we never, ever, 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 ever in the three years that I was in school ever talked on, touched on transgender cases. Like we've never even brought it up. Like we've talked about autism. We've talked about like handicaps. We've talked about like all these other things, but we've never brought in transgender. And in my office, like I have, I have another family of like two girls that are boys. Okay. They're, they're brothers now when they were sisters and it was so fascinating because they're the funniest quirkiest kids and then like when you find find that out and you're just like both of them at the same time to I the parent that. i i was like that's I, I thought it was beautiful what are you gonna do mom and dad <laughs> we got each other <laughs> like i love that though and, and the also- parents are so behind it and i love that and they're super supportive they're starting testosterone like I think one of the eldest one is starting testosterone like this year. Um, but I think because of COVID, like it kept getting pushed back. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to see what his case is going to be like. I wonder if the same is going to happen for him because he's doing Invisalign right now. And I'm like, is it going to change how your jaw, jaw is shaved too? Like, is that going to wow. fuck up? Anyways, I'm excited to see this. Like, Girl, I, wonder- I think we just found your niece for your, your niche for your dental hygienic clinic. I'm speaking it into existence. <laughs> I'm speaking it into existence because... If you can be the uh, a dental hygienist, a black female owned and operated dental hygienist clinic that serves the community, chef's kiss. Your face. Chef's kiss. But I wanted to know, I didn't comment on this because I see you wrote reading is fundamental episode. Are you there trying was something to- you said, but I forgot what it was. And like I was it reading back- is fundamental. <laughs> no, you said so- you were talking dentistry in there, and I was like, oh damn. Okay, well, you talked about why why you floss. You said something about why you floss, and I was like, "Oh no!" Well, I probably shared that some people expressed to me that they don't floss, and I didn't understand. Yes, that's what that was. Okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, "How the fuck are you mad that people are telling you to do what you're supposed to be doing? Like, why are you mad at that? Why don't you just do it instead of being mad?" Thank you. Now try. Now try to contain that, but in a professional Zoom call at work. So I was like, this was me the whole time. My thing is like, why don't you just do it? Why are you mad? Okay, so like candidly to give you context, to give give you context, they said they don't, they don't floss and they get, they don't go to the dentist because every time they go to the dentist, they tell their dentist, don't tell me, like, I know I don't floss. I'm not going to start. Don't tell me to floss. And their dentist tells them. But I think that that's probably because y'all sign a fucking oath or some shit. So the dentist has to say, 
hey, you need to floss, but hey, that's just that's just me, right? What do I know? I don't. But, and, we don't and have to say you need to floss, but they have a yeah. But I feel like if you notice something is wrong and it could be fixed mm-hmm. by flossing, aren't you like mandated to like best practice kind of me? A hundred percent. For me, it's just like common sense though. Like, I don't know why it'd be, it's not even like an oat. It's just, if we're seeing that you're having cavities in between every single one of your teeth, why can we not say you need the floss to prevent that from happening? And the reason why she doesn't floss is because I guess she has a wire somewhere and it's like, in the front, it's too difficult. Cause she has to like, like fish it through her. Like basically she was every, every excuse under the thing. And you like, Again, Yvonne, I have 80% dental coverage. 80%. Oh, fuck you guys. 80 fucking percent. I have none. I have no medical and I have no dental. So <laughs> wait, you're a dental hygienist. No. Because it's a private, it's a private clinic, right? Actually, all dentists are usually private. <gasps> so for them to offer you Do you get a company discount? honestly the more they like you the more they do shit for free so okay well hey um but yeah okay sorry so back to this reading is fundamental episode because i see you wrote reading is fundamental yes that was why it was that girl but it was so yeah so what did what did you want to say in response to someone who is that adamant that they do not floss and they also get frustrated when they are told by dental professionals that they should consider flossing I say floss the teeth you want to keep. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gents. Yvonne, floss thank the you. teeth you want to keep. If you try to tell me that wire is what's preventing her from flossing the other fucking teeth that are not part of the wire, that's not an issue. That's not a, I don't even know what to do with that. Can you, are those other, or every single one of your teeth, do they have wires? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, mm-hmm. you're gonna tell me that these six teeth right here in the front are—it's what's preventing you from flossing the rest of your entire mouth. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Glad. However, <laughs> I had to bring that up. Okay, so this like, there's no smooth transition here. Can you please tell me that weed is less bad for your teeth than cigarettes? Please. Please. Lie to me. The only thing I'm going to give weed over cigarettes is that... um, We don't have all the extra toxic poison shit in it? No. It's just more the fact that they can't pinpoint that it is weed itself. Like, they can't say that it's THC or whichever other component is part of marijuana that gives you the high that causes you to have issues do you know what i mean like cigarettes no scientific like linkage but it's no there is okay because the 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 fuming itself like the 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 smoke inhalation can cause you to have like um stomatitis so it can cause you like irritation around the gums and around like the palates and it can cause you like you know the lungs and whatnot um but it's more like it's side effects because the high makes you want to munch. So it's going to make you snack more. 
So because it makes you snack more, you're going to have, you're going to be more prone to cavities. Um, The weed, most of the weed smokers are staying or marijuana smokers. Like they already do stuff like uh, they drink alcohol and most of them, they will, they will link it with cigarette smoking too. So you have a lot of cofactors that work together. So Mm. that's why they're saying they can't, they're not saying that it's, it's better because it's not, it has its own factors too, but there's, it has too many cofactors that link with it. Okay. That okay. makes it bad. Cigarettes, okay. we know, like the second you start smoking, like you already have a higher chance of having like cancers in your, in your mouth. Um, you have like ugh, candidus. Like you can actually get candidus from marijuana as well. What's candidus? Yeast infection, but in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so candiditis a yeast infection is candiditis right so it's a trush it's called oral trush it's just like a white coating because <laughs> you're basically can you get it from dogs licking your mouth because this article has a, a dog licking a baby's mouth on it can you get it from your dog your- i don't know i don't look oh, okay. at your dogs licking your mouth my dogs are black they don't do that <laughs> Abby, I know Abby was born black because she will sniff she will sniff your whole face. And it's the wait. Yeast infection to your mouth is the Miley Cyrus tongue phenomenon. Is it? I remember looked at her tongue. She nasty. Oh, you can't see this. <laughs> it's nasty fucking tongues. Miley, you've never seen when Miley Cyrus sticks out her tongue. I don't look at her. She bothers me. I'll send you a picture, but yeah. What is this called again? Sorry, conundrum. Candy- <laughs> candidiasis. I know a lot of motherfuckers with candidiasis because if this is what the fuck your tongue looks like, if you have candidiasis, some of you people need to stop taking tongue out selfies. <laughs> How do I spell it? Let me see. That I did that right. Oh, candidiasis. Like I can. But um, it's basically it's a fungal infection. So it fungi, fung, fungi, 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 yeah, fungi, fungi. fungi is, uh... They're literally opportunistic bastards. So the fact that your mouth is like a heated pool, a heated cesspool because of the smoke and whatever else is in there, they take that moment and they just like run with it. So you'll get like oral thrush. Ugh the nastiest looking shit ever um and you'd have to get like fungi medication to get rid of that shit but smokers get it more like cigarette smokers get it more than marijuana smokers for sure but they're saying i found some research that's actually saying like marijuana you can have like infected marijuana itself like the buds can have um uh, can be affected with the ew why are you saying this because <laughs> you need to understand what Molly Cyrus <laughs> looks like and she would stay sticking it out when it looked like that and people bro she used to clean her tongue <laughs> please stop yo what is this don't ever send me this again disrespectful I just felt so violated like <laughs> I'm just saying that is an example of fucking don't do that circumvent whatever the fuck this 
what is it called? <laughs> Candidiasis. 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 Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. No. Don't. Don't do that. Um. I, I don't know. I, I would say like maybe rinse with water. Rinse with tap water after you smoke. I um when I after I smoke I tend yeah I'll rinse with um like I'll just rinse because I also feel like I just have the taste like I tend to rinse immediately after and then clean my tongue because I feel like the taste is just on your tongue yeah majority of it is right so I'm just like this just just needs to go but um but okay noted that (laughs) that there are cofactors and i guess that that makes sense because especially like if you think of it like at the club Mm. like everyone goes we're drinking Mm -hmm. then we go eat after the club Mm -hmm. then you probably pass out instead of brushing your teeth and then you have all that nastiness and you wake up and and you're fucked but um so we just have two more things i want to talk about but the first one i want to ask is do veneers only come in one size no of course not okay. so i just wanted to make sure because it, i everyone in hollywood goes to the same person apparently because Don't everyone kill me. comes out with fucking chiclet looking ass teeth the reason why they come out with chiclet looking teeth is because they didn't do orthodontics before doing the veneers what? so like cardi b <laughs> cardi b's case to me is just disgusting like i hate her veneers okay and the reason why hers are so fucking weird looking is because she didn't do braces before she did her veneers. Because when you're when you fix how your teeth are actually proportioned, like the or like how they sit together, you don't have to shave as much of the tooth and then try to block out the space with the veneers. Oh. So the veneers is literally like they make, um, they make, they make it off of. How do I even say this? They basically um, do a mold and they, they position the, the, the veneers, like the crowns, where they want it to be, mm-hmm. okay? For them to make it fit the way they want it to fit, they have to shave the tooth down, right? Because you don't want it to look like a bulky little just chiclets, mm-hmm. which is what they're doing anyways. When your teeth are in the right position, like when they're straight and there's a good amount of space in between them or like the perfect amount of spacing in between them, you you don't have to shave so much of the teeth. So it looks a lot more natural when they place oh. it on. But then when they have to shave the teeth so much for them to block the areas that they, they create, they shave too much of, uh-huh. they have to make the crowns look fatter to close that spacing. Oh, you know what I mean? Ugh, I wish I could explain it better. Oh, it makes sense. From what you're explaining, it's like, let's say I have, fuck, let, let's say all my teeth are crooked. They're all crisscross applesauce in my mouth. Okay. Mm. I should first a lot, like straighten my teeth. Yes. And then that way, it's almost like I have a roadmap of where I want my veneers to go. Exactly. And you can shave down what you need and fill it in. But instead of that, they just take out my entire crisscross applesauce mouth and then just fill it in with this fucking copy paste of veneer. Mm. Because I swear. And then it's the fucking lisp. Hey, y'all, I just got my veneer. And I'm like, can you even speak, bro? Like, you're, the veneers are so but those ones are the worst like i've seen this whole i forgot which clinic it was but i saw this one and 
every single person came out the same. And I was like, what do you do? Just like, you just try it all and for all of them? Like Cinderella? Does the shoe fit? And also, like, I feel like it could just be this reflection of, like, society at large, this obsession with, like, having to be perfect. Mm. But I feel like there's a lot of people who are getting, like, there's people, like, what's her face? Bad baby? She got veneers and she's 17. Or Or Bobby? Bad baby. The catch me outside. How about that? Her. She had, she got veneers done and she she's like just turning 18 or 17 or something. But mm. I, I thought that it was like old people that used to get veneers. When- veneer, you like under, when you understand what veneers are, like, it's actually not that big of a deal. Like it's, it's literally just an aesthetically or more aesthetically pleasing tooth. But isn't like it permanent? They, permanent ish. Like it's good for a good 12 years. If you take care of it properly. Okay. But at the same time, one tooth is like fifteen hundred. So what am I gonna do with one tooth? If you want to make a match, you have to get like at least four because you get two at the front and then two next to it. So it kind of blends out. So that's four times a thousand five hundred. So these people. Are, and then obviously you have. Anyways, like it's a whole shit just to make it look better. When a lot of people's issues can be fixed with just doing braces and then doing a whitening wow like already doing that like you're getting all you're gonna feel like everything's changed damn well well i just feel like everything was a lie so thank you so so much yvonne but do you want to let us know any of your horror stories if do you have one good horror story of whether it's a difficult client a nasty oh do you have a nasty client story like have you ever have okay because here's the thing my mom i think again it's like Maybe it's just like the immigrants in us, you know, like even though you just cleaned the house, the family's coming over, you have to clean the house again or like mm-hmm. you're going to the doctor. So you shower like right before you go to the like like they stuff like that. So I obviously always brush my teeth before I go to the dentist, even Aww. though I'm like, you guys like are clearly going to be in my business anyway. So you can tell. Oh, no. But like I'm going to brush my teeth. But have you <laughs> like has there ever been someone that you were like? Bitch, did you really just have to have a 12-inch fucking tuna sub from Subway and then come in my fucking chair? Like, are there some people that have no shame and they... <laughs> oh, sorry, girl, that's my lunch. I have a very high tolerance for disgusting shit. You've seen my Instagram. You see yeah. what I post. The- I have a very high tolerance, but there's only been the one guy that made me almost throw up in his mouth. So this older-looking guy, right? This older guy. <laughs> I want to say he's like in his 70s. So I can't really blame him, but whatever. I'm going to try anyways. <laughs> and I'm in there cleaning his teeth. And when you have bone loss, like the gum is there, but underneath, like my instrument can go in pretty deep because you have, there's no bone underneath there. So that's, um, I'm cleaning and like I pull something out and it keeps pulling and I'm pulling and I'm pulling. And I take out an entire orange slice, like the skin of an orange. Like he was eating a tangerine and then that, like, I want to say like half a half an orange slice was underneath his gum and I just kept pulling it out and I took the whole thing out. I was like, did you have oranges today? He was like, oh, I don't remember. Maybe I did. So I just put it to the side and I cleaned my instrument and 
It continued on that and tomato seeds. I don't know what the fuck it is about tomato seeds, but I can't look tomato at tomato seeds. Yeah, people eating those freaking cherry tomatoes and I'm finding cherry tomato seeds in your freaking mouth. I don't want that shit. That's so random. I don't, I, but I don't they're know. They're such what it a great is. snack. I don't want it. I don't want to see it. I don't want it near me. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Well, what do you want? Give us some homework. Give us an action item. Tell us what we need. I'm not going to give any homework because in case for those of you listening, I clearly have been taking my own like mental notes here and just learning a lot. But what is one action item that you want us to actually do towards you know, taking a step towards better teeth. <laughs> um, I actually want you to read the instructions on your toothpaste and your mouthwashes. Okay. As funny as that sounds, it sounds stupid and elementary, but there's actually instructions and guidelines on how to use your toothpaste and your mouthwashes. So for toothpaste, am I supposed to give the answer? or do I just- You can. You can do whatever you want, but they're still going to read. All like right, for, I want like you to read this. I know it's a pea-sized. It's I know a, a lot of us overuse. Of um, we over like what is it like? If it's a baby, it's supposed to be like a, a grain of rice. Like a, yeah, a grain of rice. And even at that, it shouldn't. You shouldn't even use it. Honestly. And if it's a if it's a kid, you have to like swipe it like almost like so fast, so there's like barely any. And then for us, it's a pea-sized amount. For kids, if they're under four, like three or four, you shouldn't even use adult toothpaste. Like they should use the kids one with no fluoride because they still swallow it. Yeah. If they're old enough to not swallow it, then you do a grain of salt and they're good to go ahead. And then once they get older, you can do pea size. But for your toothpaste, you're supposed to read it, especially sensitive toothpaste. Once you brush, you're supposed to spit it out. You're not supposed to rinse your mouth. For it to actually have effect on your teeth, you don't rinse it with water. <laughs> yeah, okay, but Sensodyne doesn't taste good. I don't want that to stay in my mouth. What the fuck? Can yeah. I rinse it with? Wait, so I can't no. even brush with Sensodyne and then um, fucking mouthwash? You can do well. See, then you're counteracting a lot of shit Ugh, what? with that shit. You're not really counteracting, like because your mouthwash is going to do something different right? Unless you're going to get FaceTime calls of me in my bathroom with like my toothbrush, like. <laughs> Bitch, can you just walk me through this, please? <laughs> please help me, help. <laughs> I'd love to help. Um, but it depends on what your mouthwash is supposed to do. Your mouthwash is supposed to be like an antibacterial, but there's some flor- fluoridated mouthwashes as well. So, like, like technically, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I should use it before I brush my teeth? No. I should just not use mouthwash? Mouthwash is an it's an adjunct, like it's help. If you really feel like you need it on that day, like you use it, but it shouldn't be like an everyday thing. You don't need it every day. Oh. So even your mouthwashes, like if you read the instructions, it's gonna tell you like what 15 milliliters, you swish that around for 30 whole seconds. You have to count 30 seconds for it to be effective. Once you spit that out, you spit and you don't rinse your mouth with water because you're literally just taking off the product. So the rinsing part is what everybody's doing wrong. Myself included. I just feel dirty if I don't rinse. I know, but you're not. You're fine. Just keep spitting. So that's what's usually best to do it like that. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ew. You're always appropriate. I love um, it. Oh, 
other thing? I forgot. Um, read your mouthwash and don't fucking rinse. Yeah, read your toothpaste, read your mouthwash. If you have sensitive teeth, read the instructions because you're not supposed to rinse with any water, which is why you're most likely not feeling the the uh, the effects of the sensitive toothpaste. Jeez. Yeah, that's my two cents. Wow. Well, that was that was. We can stop there. All right. So I hope you all enjoyed that conversation. And thanks again to Yvonne for sharing her knowledge with us. It was great. What else is great are my petty wops. I'm going to run through what I petty wop on any block about uh, this time around really quickly. Because as uh, some of you who uh, have been following my stories or just in conversation with me, I've just been dealing with a lot lately. So I'm just going to get through this. But I'm really tired of white people, especially straight white men, being put in the position to like be the voice of change. Um, they, In my example, white straight men are... <laughs> When it comes to change, they are, they are like the antonym of that. They look like the complete opposite of that uh, from my perspective. And more specifically, what I'm referencing here is how um, Quebec has a new anti uh, or a new racism minister. And it, lo and behold, is a straight white man who is married to a black woman and like, oh, yeah, I don't believe being white should disqualify me and all this jazz. So I'm just tired. I'm just stop turning to like white people for um, all the answers because clearly, as history has shown, they have claimed to have the answers uh, for centuries now. And look where we are <laughs> in the middle of multiple pandemics. All right. All right. But this week, I'm just going to quickly wrap up and I'm going to invite you all to follow me on TikTok, Twitter and Instagram. I will include that information. It's at Tara Marissa S on all of those platforms. Also give Yvonne a follow and give her some love. But other than that, make sure you all take care and check on your strong friends. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait until we get to chat next time. Until then, Alia, don't forget to love off yourself now. Okay, bye.